Local business deserves local banking support. The Mutual Bank is member-owned and delivers industry-leading service and award-winning financial products to the Hunter region. Talk to the Mutual Bank about your needs on 1300 688 825. Welcome to the Hunter Headline Interview Series, where we hear from local entrepreneurs and gain some insight into their approach to business. Heath Raftery is an engineer turned entrepreneur who finds challenges irresistible. He is the co-founder of Newy Ventures and acts as their head of technologies. With a rare ability to translate customer intention into technical requirements, Heath focuses on understanding domain problems by learning from the experts to assess requirements against constraints. Between running his own business and developing new software technologies, Heath is currently exploring one of his most challenging and rewarding development projects, fatherhood. Despite having one hand on the soldering iron and one hand on the stroller, Heath is excited to connect with new innovators looking for assistance in transforming their ideas into a product. Welcome, Heath. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, pleasure to be here. To begin with, I'd love to know about the journey that led you to create a startup. Well, I, I, I guess it's hard to put a finger on uh, where it started, but um, I, I guess growing up, I was always uh, curious, um, wanting to solve problems, um, uh, finding um, areas around me that I saw that, uh, um, that maybe uh, could be done better. Um, and uh, I had a few flings early on during high school and whatnot that uh, now I suppose looking back you would you would consider sort of entrepreneurial activities just little side hustles and things like that but uh, it wasn't until um, I'd been working in industry for uh, 10-15 years or so and um, had this growing nagging feeling that uh, there must be a better way there must be a better way to turn uh, research into um, uh, commercial products and outcomes and things and uh, I'd been doing a lot of research and I'd been uh, talking to some other people about um, the way things are done, and um, and eventually I thought, well, I'll never, never know if I never, never go. So uh, I like that idea. I decided to, yep. to uh, jump ship into the great unknown and and uh, find a new challenge and uh, start a business. And what a challenge that was! And I guess it's that thing with businesses too. If you go into it thinking, well, what's the worst that could happen? I'll become an employee again down the track. Does that kind of take away the fear a little bit? Big time. That was an important part of it. Yeah, in the uh, in the months leading up to the decision, I, I um, scratched around and and tried to get a sense for what kind of support, what sort of safety nets um, I, I did have, and uh, was really encouraged by by what I could see around me. Actually, there was a lot of support. Uh, a lot of people saying, you know, if um, if it doesn't work out, you, you can uh, you can go back. You uh, you know you've got a reputation to fall back on, and um, there's uh, there's other people um, in this scene who are willing to uh, to help you along on that journey, and that that made a big difference. Which leads us into, I guess, this idea of: Did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Like you talked about some little side hustles in high school, but had you put two and two together that that could be a career? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> right, had, that's, that's an answer a lot of people say, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. No, I had no particular intention to, uh, to be an entrepreneur. I, I was just curious about uh, making things better, um, uh, solving problems, um, and, and discovered that the means to do that are, uh, are entrepreneurial. 
Do you think that maybe it's a generational thing too and that, you know, when you were growing up, entrepreneur wasn't necessarily a word, it wasn't something that was spoken about, whereas these days we hear it all the time and we see people that, you know, have a hobby or a side hustle or they've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Do you think that there will be a generational shift with that? Yeah, very much so. There there was no one in my cohort growing up who who described their side hustles as startups or, uh, you know, had had never heard of the- The the, lingo. uh, Yeah, the the term, um, you know, venture capital or unicorn or whatever um and and now i think people who are doing that are getting a little bit of validation and saying this is a real thing this is the the steps you're taking are uh starting steps in an entrepreneurial journey um so i think they'll, they'll frame it in a different way um but you know not knowing what the words mean isn't a limitation you just got to figure it out Right now, I want to know a little bit about your week. So, is what what is one action or task that you ensure you incorporate into your diary each week? Um, well, I wish I could say I was a bit more of a saint about uh, um, uh, blocking out time to do the things I need <laughs> yeah, to do each week. Don't but, we all? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, it's been a very disruptive year for various reasons. But uh, the one thing that uh, that I've come back to is is making sure that there's time each week to. Um, uh, spends time in your in your default mode, as the neuroscientists put it. So, uh, being free of um, uh, distractions and uh, um, things that you have to do. So, not having to attend to anything, um, being able to look out the window or stare at something, and, and just let the brain uh, wander with no particular purpose. Um, and I found that that uh, very cathartic and, and very relaxing, and, and a very useful way of putting uh, yesterday behind you and, and thinking about what you can do today. Do you find that your mind wanders to business-related things and solutions or your personal life or does it just go everywhere? Uh, I think as, as Dr. Seuss put it, um, you, uh, um, you never know where you will go. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think that's an important part of it is that you don't necessarily constrain that free thought um, in, in things that need to be done because there was always things that need to be done. There is always something that needs to be done. And so to be able to turn that off and, um, and, and just allow that free thought um, to take you where you need to go, often uh, the implications are associated with your day-to-day work or with business or whatnot, um, but the way that you, uh, you get there is, is not the way that you would do so if you did so deliberately. Yeah, exactly. Now, this can be a bit of an awkward question, but what do you attribute your success to? Well, there, there's an insinuation there that uh, you, you think I'm, I'm, uh, I would consider myself successful. And, and <laughs> that's I that suppose that's thing a, where people go, no, I can't say I'm successful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's all in the eye of the beholder, I suppose, and, and, and I think success is a journey. So um, uh, for me, um, uh, I wouldn't consider myself successful unless I was enjoying the journey. And uh, uh, the 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 one um, characteristic that that has helped on that process, I think, is is my uh, my bloody minded perseverance. <laughs> I like um, it. That uh, has certainly come in handy um, many many times, and and I think it's that that fallback um, that, that is necessary to to get up and go and, and and keep going and find what you want. But it's it's sort of perseverance with. Um, uh, awareness, open-mindedness, um, the ability to uh, get outside your space and, and look at it from a few fresh perspective, see what other people are doing, um, uh, see your actions through other people's eyes, um, uh, take some leaves out of other people's books that have been there Definitely. before and, and, and learnt, um, learnt things that uh, you're not going to have the opportunity to learn. 
Um, but then putting those uh, those learnings and those observations back into blooded mind and perseverance and just getting on and getting it done. <laughs> and I often talk about how if I started another business today, this exact business that I've got, that um, I I wouldn't make the same mistakes, but th- I'd find a whole bunch of new mistakes to make. Yes, and then yes, yeah. People say, you know, what would you change? And it's like, well. At the time, uh, I didn't have the opportunity to change, and we still got on, and we still did it. So it's uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but uh, um, you have to start everything without hindsight. So you have to accept the fact that you're going to uh, run into a few brick walls and, and take a few wrong turns and uh, and pivot and uh, and adjust and get on with it. And to finish today, Heath, what local entrepreneur do you find inspiring? Um, there's a number for a number of different reasons, I think. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, Dr. Ganilla Burrows is, a, um, uh, is an inspiration to me. Um, I think uh, she has an uncanny um, dedication to serving other people, to being a, uh, of use uh, to the community, and that, uh, that drives everything she does, and, and I think that's, um, that's really admirable. Um, uh, on, the, on the technical side, I think uh, Norman Ballard, um, ex uh, uh, Hummingbird Electronics and and um, and then was bought out by Red Arc Electronics, a fairly successful local entrepreneur who's a, a self-made man um, who uh, who came to this country with um, a lot of technical ability and, and put it to practice and, and build a business over a long period of time. I I take a lot of uh, learnings from um, from his journey. That idea of overnight success that uh, still takes decades to, to reach. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you only look at the last step, yes, yeah. it looks like an overnight <laughs> success. But yes, uh, it's great to be able to dig beneath and, and see just what it took to uh, to get there, and uh, how um, not deliberate or perfect um, a lot of that uh, mm. those steps were. I was thinking about this morning actually, and there's there's one other. Um, uh, entrepreneur that I think a lot of people probably haven't heard of. In fact, I, I suspect they haven't unless they know me personally, and that's um, uh, my wife, Evelina Raftree, who uh, when I met her, she was um, she was working in uh, essentially retail and uh, um, thought there must be better things out there for me. Um, and so she started studying. She studied uh, education and um, she became a full-time teacher and uh, um, changed her career fairly late um, in her life and uh, then um, uh, we had a, um, our first child last year and um, she thought, uh, this is not right, this is, um, this is not what I want to do with my life and uh, so she changed to um, casual teaching and she now has the ability to um, make demands on, on, on her own life, on her own time and uh, dictate when she's available and when she's not. And uh, we're now having um, difficulty with our, our daughter's sleeping patterns. And oh, the so, Yes. And uh, so she's seen that as um, she's a, a fervent researcher um, and she's also a fervent experimenter as well. She, um, she tries things and she makes observations and she reflects on them. And it's a, I, I, I really take a lot from that, um, that practice that she has. And uh, she's now studying, again, to be a, um, a sleep consultant. Because she thinks if she can solve um, this uh, this sleep issue for us, which we are very very familiar with, then uh, there's probably a market out there to, uh, to to extend those skills and make them available to others. And so uh, her her aspiration, her idea, is that uh, perhaps she, she will um, she'll have her own business as a sleep consultant. I love it, and what a great note to finish on. Thank you so much for. To find some more great interviews with Hunter Locals, head to hunterheadline.com.au. And if you like this interview, don't forget to give us a great review. It helps others find our podcast. Mm -hmm.